Hi guys, my name's Eileen and this is The Lavender Lifestyle, the podcast on lifestyle design for millennials. I am a YouTube creator, blogger, singer, musician, and artist of life. And I'm here to guide you to become a master artist of your life. You can create the life that you've always imagined. Life is an art. Make it your masterpiece. Today, I want to go back to this period of my life where I felt super stuck and I just had a bunch of little failures that led to a breakdown that kind of pushed me to start Lavender. So this was a part of my journey that I haven't really shared with anyone in public before, but I just want to say today that you have to embrace failures as part of your journey. Failures help steer you in the right direction. So this was between December 2013 to like March 2014, two years ago, and it was after I came out with my album, Honestly, and I went to New York. I kind of performed a few shows promoting that album, and then I was thinking like, okay, what's next? So I was during an off-season for my job at the food festival. So my job was like not as busy as I was during the summer. So during the winter months, I had more leeway to like explore and try other things and still try to figure out what to do with my life. So I tried to keep the momentum going with music. I was like, all right, what's the next album? I want to make this a good one because my first one was kind of like, it felt like a practice one. And then I had been getting traction on YouTube for some of my covers of EDM songs. So if you've heard of DJs like Dash Berlin, Nikki Romero, I did some covers of their songs and it got recognized by them and they like tweeted it or posted it on their Facebook, which was really awesome. But those things kind of brought a lot of like EDM producers my way because I they saw my singing videos. So I got a lot of requests to do collaborations with producers from all over the world, which was pretty cool because I got to like Skype with guys from like Brazil, Costa Rica, whatever, and just like work on music together. And I did come out with a couple collabs, but it it got to a point where I really got so overwhelmed with requests and jobs that I couldn't write. I mean, first of all, I was not a natural songwriter. I really had to force myself to get through that first album and write like five songs. So the experience of like working with other people put a lot of pressure because normally I want to be responsible. I want to, you know, be there and show up and get the work done, do it right. But I just couldn't deliver. I had this whole folder of like songs that I had to write to and I would try to write and nothing came out. I just couldn't be creative in that way. And I realized that There were a lot of parts to this. I mean, one part was like, I didn't really like this kind of music in the first place. I don't like house music. I mean, it's not my passion. I wanted to do my own like indie pop R&B style. And another part was just, I don't know. It it was just overwhelming, not appealing. And I, oh, the other part was that music started to feel like work. And I didn't ever want it to feel like work. It was just something that I wanted to keep as my passion. So the fact that I was overwhelmed and it felt like work and I just wanted to avoid it was not a good sign. And I got to a point where I was like, okay, this is not working out. Like I'm not even inspired anymore. I don't feel creative. What's going to make me feel better? So I thought to myself and I was like, honestly, I just 
I just want to cut these projects off. Like, I don't even want to fulfill these projects. And I felt so bad because these guys were, like, waiting on me to, like, make a track and release it together, blah, blah, blah. But I just had to, like, go back and tell a lot of these people, I'm sorry, I just can't do this right now. I have a lot of my play and this is just not, it's not doing it for me. I'm not inspired and it's, I don't know, I felt so wishy-washy to just tell them the excuse that is I'm not ex- inspired to make music so I can't do this but that was true and you you know I always have to have passion behind what I'm doing otherwise it's not going to be good work so I decided to cut those projects and after I said no to all of those projects and I just kind of cut them off clean I felt so good I was like <sighs> like a weight was lifted off of my shoulders. So that was a sign that that was not the right path for me. Even though I th- really thought that was the right path. I really thought I was going to make it as like a songwriter starting off in the EDM world because a lot of people do that. But anyway, during that time, I was like, okay, I'll cut off these projects and I'll work on my own sound, my own music. I need to figure it out as an artist. So I found this music program called the Red Bull Music Academy. And it's this really like trendy, hip, cool academy that they were holding in Tokyo that year. And basically they accept like the dopest producers, like the most like innovative, creative, cool people out there. And I think I found out through like Toki Monsta and Esta. There are two producers that went there. I don't know if you know who they are, but they're super awesome. So I was like, oh my God, that is the place to be. I have to apply. I have to go. So the application was like a pretty intensive packet and I had to send music and a long interview. And I spent like a lot of energy. I spent about two months doing that application and getting my music ready to send to Red Bull Music Academy. And that took up a good amount of my time. I put so much of my heart into it. And I mean, I sent it out and I waited. And during this time, I was also... I'm such a mess. I was also like had my entrepreneur spirit burning. I was like, oh my God, but I've always wanted to have a business. Like maybe I should start building it now because I'm young and everybody tells me to start doing it now. So I was like, okay, I kind of had this idea for an app. It was called Mantra and it was an app where you could kind of collect lines of mantras that you want to focus on. So every morning you could like look at your mantras and like you know, your intentions in the morning and in the evening, and you can organize them, you could share them, whatever. That was the idea. So I was like, oh my gosh, maybe I could do this because I was really into that tech startup thing too, because my brother is into coding. So I was like, all right, maybe I should learn coding because that's pretty cool. So I took some classes on like coding, design thinking, human computer interaction, which is basically like UI for apps. And I started to prototype this app. Like I designed it on Photoshop and I actually like started interviewing people and need finding, which is like figuring out what people like, what people want in a product. And I mean, I was doing that. I was doing the music. I was doing the application. And I I knew that eventually I would have to focus on something because I was just all over the place, literally. And I was doing all these things, but at the same time, the fear of everything was like holding me back. So I was working on this app, but at the same time, I, I was scared to take it to the next step, which was to like create the product and then test it. That was like really scary for me. Also, the idea of like working with other people and building a small team, that was really scary to me too. And I don't know, I just was in such a dilemma. I didn't know what to focus my energy on between that app, my music, the application, my blog. And also I still had my job too at that time. So I wanted to do everything. 
And by the way, I got rejected from Red Bull Music Academy later on, which kind of like added to this tumble of failures and breakdown. So I really felt that pressure. Like I did not know what I wanted to do. I was so scared at everything. And I just, I really felt like I wasn't good enough. And it was a time where I was not confident in myself at all. And I, I wrote something in my journal like this. I said, I'm scared to do whatever it is I may want to do. I know I'm not good enough. My character is weak, emotional, flighty. What can I accomplish with this? What value can I even bring? What good am I? So at this time, life felt really slow and I just didn't feel worthy or valuable. I was being pulled in all directions. And for me, like if you give me a buffet, it's so hard for me to choose. I'm the most indecisive person ever. So where did I want to be? I really didn't know. I had so much fear and doubt holding me back. Then came a time where I was with my boyfriend and I went with him to the hospital. During that time, he was, his dad was fighting cancer, so he was going there for treatment and I would go with them. And I just had this like breakdown outside of the hospital. I don't even know, but something made me snap and I totally snapped and I started crying and I was frustrated. And it wasn't because of my boyfriend. I think he did something that made me mad, but it was really because of all this internal conflict that I had inside. And I just, I don't even remember the details of that day because I don't know. I just know that I was ugly crying and it was really bad outside of that hospital. So I was like, I really have to figure my life out. So I decided that I needed to go to a place where I felt really safe and inspired and fresh and clean. And the first place that I thought of was Ikea, like the Ikea cafe. It's like white. It's beautiful. There's like huge windows. And the reason I picked Ikea was because when I was in Italy, I went to an Ikea there my first week and I realized, I was like, oh my God, this looks just like Ikea at home. So I realized that Ikeas look the same all around the world, which is really awesome because it really takes you to that place. So I went to Ikea because it reminded me of Italy. That was the last time that I was inspired. And I really sat there in the cafe and journaled for two to three hours, literally just writing away. I took a break to get coffee and meatballs and then I just kept writing. So I had to ask myself, like, what are my real dreams? What are my big dreams that I really want to pursue, even if it scares me? And after tons of writing, I I realized, you know, I still want to be a personality. I still want to have my own brand. I want to be an artist. I want to create stuff that can help people and benefit their lives. So I came to the terms that I did want to pursue YouTube and start a vlog channel because it's, it was always a dream of mine since I started YouTube in 2007. But I kind of discarded it because I was like, well, I tried out YouTube with music and it didn't really work out. And what's the point of starting another one? Because now there's just too many people in the market and blah, blah, blah. I had so many excuses and I just had so much fear and uncertainty creep up. I wrote... I just don't know what I could do. I don't know if I could enjoy filming myself. I feel self-conscious and I always feel tedious putting on makeup and getting ready. You know, I'm not sure if I want to do that all the time. So I was basically making up a lot of excuses for not doing it. And I was uncertain about the whole idea of being an artist because there was no proof that I would ever make it or ever be able to make a living this way. Eventually, I came to a point where I had to allow myself to do it. I had all these mental limitations, like, you know, it doesn't make money, it's risky, it, it might not work out. And it was a fear of failure, basically. 
So I had to tell myself, Eileen, you have to allow yourself to live this lifestyle. And I wrote, okay, I will let myself be an artist. I will let myself be vulnerable and share myself on YouTube and social media. I will allow myself to work at building myself without any guilt. I just had so much guilt around doing something that might not work out. I didn't want to look bad. I didn't want to look stupid. There was just a lot in my way, but I had to allow myself to give it a try. After that journaling session, I got really excited about my new YouTube that I was going to start. And that was a month before I started Lavendaire. And I finally felt like I had something that I could pour my creative energy and inspiration into. So it felt really good. And now two years later, I can really say that I'm so happy that I went through that like annoying, frustrated, stuck phase to get to this point. So embrace failures as part of your journey. Failures help steer you in the right direction. So failures are just part of the process. They say that if you're not failing, you're not trying hard enough. So you really need to put yourself out there and just be brave enough to fail. In the end, you learn more from your failures than you do your successes. So your failures always teach you and they can also act as a compass to guide you in the right direction. Sometimes you're even meant to fail in order to move to where you need to be. So you really have to embrace failures as part of your journey. Failures always help steer you in the right direction. Now I'm going to share some quick tips on how to let your failures steer you in the right direction. The first tip is to let your failures make you stronger. Don't get me wrong, failing really, really sucks. Like there's a phase where you're mad, sad, and frustrated, and life is just not good. But eventually, you'll learn to accept it, and then you can start rebuilding your confidence from there. So when you rebuild, you're rebuilding on top of what you had before, on top of the confidence that you had before. So in the end, you're so much stronger and much more experienced than before you failed. So after all my failures and phases of being stuck, I really grew a thicker skin in life. Now I'm more resilient and I don't take my failures personally and I'm willing to fail more in order to like move forward because I know that when I'm failing, that means I'm trying and when I fail, I'm always learning something new. So it just pushes me forward. The next tip is to talk it out, either journal to yourself or with someone you really, really trust. So it depends if you're introverted or extroverted, because I know some people prefer to talk their emotions through with someone else. But for me, I really like to journal my thoughts. That's why I'm always journaling by myself. The point is you have to express the conflicts that are going on in your head. Like what is frustrating you? What are you unsatisfied about? What do you want that you don't have right now? And what's at risk? So really listen to your intuition, listen to your heart and find out what it really wants. When I journal, I love that I could be 100% honest and true with myself. Because when I talk to others, I'm kind of swayed by their opinions. So you just really need to get everything out of your head and organize your thoughts a little bit. The next tip on how to embrace your failures as part of your journey and let them steer you in the right direction is to be honest with yourself. What do you really want? You have to ask yourself, what is my honest dream in life? What is my dream that's so big that it scares me? Tell the truth. 
You don't have to tell anyone else. It's your vision. You can protect it. You can keep it safe. But you just have to be honest with yourself and let yourself know what you really want. You can't keep it in there. I was scared to be honest with myself for a really long time. I was kind of ashamed of this dream of like doing YouTube because I was already like graduated from college. In my head, like all these YouTubers who were like teenagers were starting and they were doing better than me. And I was letting so many things hold me back. But in the end, I had to be honest with myself. Like this is the lifestyle that I really wanted. Why not go for it? I had to at least give it a try. Which brings me to my next tip, my last tip, which is Give yourself permission to try. You have to try it out and see it for yourself. Whatever it is you want to do. You can't just sit there thinking about it, thinking, oh, what if this doesn't work? What if that doesn't work? There's a quote by Marie Forleo that I love. She says, clarity comes from engagement, not thought. That means you literally have to go out there and try to do the thing in order to kind of feel it out and then decide whether you want to keep doing it or not. So in the story I told today, I really had to give myself permission to try to pursue YouTube with a vlog. I had so many doubts and excuses, but I just had to try it. There was no other way that I would figure it out. All right, so I just shared some tips on how to let your failures steer you in the right direction. They were, let your failures make you stronger. Talk it out, either in your journal or with someone you trust. Then, Be honest with yourself. What do you really want? And lastly, give yourself permission to try. Remember, failures are part of the journey. You have to just let them steer you in the right direction. Thanks for tuning in. My name's Eileen and you just listened to The Lavender Lifestyle, the podcast on lifestyle design for millennials.